Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Can you hear me now? I got you. Okay. Wasn't you, yeah, good. it wasn't Yep. Wasn't let me link up here. <laughs> I was like, "Oh boy. What's plan C?" <laughs> have more more technology issues times two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm good. Good. How was uh ice cream? Ice cream was uh sweet. It was a sweet ending to the to the first school day. So I I said after last night I, I got to give uh this ice cream a break cuz we've been uh making up for lost time with Manning's ice cream but it uh like all good things, <laughs> it's got to come to an end for a little bit, or, or maybe moderation. <laughs> right. Well, you know, moderation for cowards. Yeah. When in Rome. <laughs> uh, how was everybody's first day? It was, uh, I think, all around a, a success. Good. So there was, um, yeah, yeah. The girls kind of got back in. At least they were familiar with um, South Ab. Right. And just from that last month of school. Um, but yeah, they like their teacher. Uh, Taylor said the gym teacher was hilarious. Um, <laughs> so that's uh, that's good. I, I was able to get home actually and get them when they got off the bus. So oh, cool. That, that, was, that was fun. And Tanner, Tanner had a I think Tanner had a really good day in the middle school. So um he ended ended his day and then changed out and got right into soccer practice at the middle school so he had uh he had a busy day but it was uh, a little early for him and his uh his summertime schedule so i think he was catching the bus here at 10 after 7 so it was a rude awakening for reality kicking in here sure well that's good i'm glad they had all good days how did uh how did this game go yesterday? Uh, the game went well. Um, they they were down in Valley View. They did uh, they got beat three nothing, but it was you know it's first game of the year and a lot of these kids you know like Tanner he's been out of the sport out of competition for a year and a half, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of a lot of these kids right now this fall are getting back into the sports and you know, they're, they're a year out. So it's, you know, they got, they got some stuff to work on, but I think uh, there's, there's a lot of potential. You just got to work on positioning and, you know, staying, keeping pressure on and, you know, little stuff like that. But all in all, it was, I thought it was a good game. Good. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed himself. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He, uh, he was, he was in a better mood than I thought he'd be picking him up after the, the bus ride. But, um, yeah, yeah, he and he did. I mean, he was hustling out there. He had, he had some, some good breakaways where I was kind of wishing he would he would take the shot, but um, 
he, he he just kept passing it along and everything. So it's like, oh man, like uh, I get it, I get it. But it, the positions he was in, and I was like, oh, he could have probably taking a shot wouldn't have been a bad idea. <laughs> so no, that'll, that'll he's, come. He's that'll feeling come. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's he's wanting to. He's he's all about you know a team player right now, which is is cool to see. Good. So just trying to get kids in position, whether whether they're going to do it or not is another question, <laughs> but he uh, he was getting one kid to try to get in position. Tanner had possession of the ball, and the kid wasn't getting where he should have been, evidently, and Tanner just put the ball out there and hopefully hoping he was going to just have to run a little harder to get mm-hmm. in position, and <laughs> the kid ended up just watching it go by instead. So, you know, there's there's some uh, early season aggravation, but it's all good. 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 And yeah. uh, <clears throat> the birthday celebration yesterday was uh, epic. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, went to the soccer game after work and came home. Uh, homemade stromboli from Nana and, uh, yeah, Manning's ice cream. Nice. So yeah, we had a, it wasn't a birthday cake. It was a birthday pie, they call it. But I mean, the pies, the, the thickness of a cake, it's just like, it's a cake pretty much in a pan. Was a pan. Was the birthday pie uh, homemade too? No, that was Manning's. We we picked it up from Manning's. I mean, it was, it was homemade at Manning's. Was it on the road? It it wasn't an ice cream like pie type thing, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, there's some hard decisions. There's a lot of good (laughs) options there. I went, I went for the landfill. (laughs) It is um, pretty much like vanilla chocolate and with the crunchies in it. And uh, they listed a few of the candy bars that they drizzle on top, and then. They say an assortment of candy bars within. And nice. <laughs> like we got our money's worth. Like we totally got our money's worth. So yeah, it was it was good. It was good stuff. Well that sounds so, lovely. Yep. Yeah, it was it was a good time. In bed by nine thirty. So right uh moving right along now. Forty three years in. <laughs> yeah, well you're uh you're still chasing me by four. Yeah. I thought I would catch up by now, but well, you I hold took... a you hold a mean pace. Yeah, well, I try my best. Yeah, uh, that's all we can ask. Good, but yeah, uh-huh. I got a. I'm actually sipping on uh, some of my birthday presents here. We got back from the soccer game, and I had a uh, two twelve packs of. Uh, variety of IPAs sitting on the, the counter from Aunt Patty and Uncle Hap. So talk about uh knowing knowing my their way to my heart. They nailed it. So right. uh what uh who might be the brewer of said beverages? This is uh this is Hop Valley Brewing Company out of Eugene, Oregon. And uh I'm I'm sipping on a mango it's a mango and stash mango IPA. I've had that so, before. Have you? Yes. Uh, actually, I think they had a uh, before COVID hit. I think they had. They still might have it. I just haven't seen it open at the baseball stadium. They had a little. Uh, it actually was a like a lunch truck. You know, like a 
yeah, a yeah. food truck inside the stadium, and it had all their beers. And I remember mango and stash. Oh. I remember having that. Oh no! Yeah, it's like all their beers are stashed, like something in stash. But yeah, the mango one. I mean, on a nice sunny day, this would uh, this could do some damage. That'd, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun drink to have. Well, I'm I'm just drinking water because uh, my day got turned around sideways today, so uh, I got probably several hours left to work. Oh boy! All right, but that's okay. Maybe I may be drinking water by this time next week. We'll see. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I might need, I might need a, a staunch break as well. Um, <laughs> after this weekend coming up too. Well, after the last, I don't know, several weekends in a row, decades. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we uh, so we had a another little fender bender here by your uh, uh your oldest. Oh jeez, she's fine. Oh, boy. She's fine. Um, as she was going down to her showcase for the recruiters and stuff last uh-huh. Sunday, so on Sunday, and she got a uh, she got rear-ended. So, oh, all good. Everything's fine. But I was dealing with she's. Uh, I was dropping the car off um, to the, the repair shop. <clears throat> So it's it's all going through their insur- his insurance. They're covering everything, but with they oh gave us- okay, so it's totally him then. We one hundred percent. Actually, they called Good. his insurance. Called us probably three hours after it happened, saying, "Here's the claim number. Here's everything you need. If you have any questions, call us." So we called them yesterday, and I brought the car in our car in to get fixed, and they gave us a rental car. And everything's uh-huh. covered by them, but you know they had to take a credit card just to in case anything should happen. Uh, yeah, and uh, they gave they gave us a Dodge Ram truck. Ooh, so which is the truck I want to get at some point in the next couple of years when I'm you know towing a RV around it with us. Uh, there you go. But that doesn't fit. It doesn't fit in the driveway. So I had to call. I had to call. Uh, the homeowners association to make sure they're that's who just called me as we were starting um, oh gotcha so all good with that so then i'm looking through the agreement that they sent me and it's through enterprise which is also national which is the car company the rental car company we use for you know every time i travel for work and uh-huh. i i i ended up selecting my personal card for the incidentals for the rental but uh-huh. on the, the agreement, it had basically our company's corporate card, our CEO's card, right? Our CFO's card. Oh. And I'm like, uh, that, not, that it's, it's only a hold, right? It's not, it's not, it gets credited back, but I'm like, God forbid if something happens. So long story short, I had to <clears throat> call my accounting people and then I had to get back in the car to go over to put my card down which was a whole fiasco so basically the, the last three hours have been all i've oh, been boy. In, i've been in the car driving around which no big deal so i just have to uh you know get things situated and you know of course we leave tomorrow night so you know you're trying to it's that day that last day before vacation you know you're trying to oh get yeah everything freaking situated yeah that's when it all hits a fan yep yeah, but that's all right. It's it's all good. Uh, you know, like I said, Bella was Bella was fine. She was 
Good. Yeah. Okay. Priorities. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so we, we, you know, Robin and I went up to Sedona. So we were supposed to leave like nine o'clock in the morning on Sunday. But that got delayed a little bit. But we ended up having a really good time anyway. Oh, it looks picture, picture wise, it looked amazing. Yeah. That, that was, that was... I've never hiked up there, man. You know, I mean, yeah. just dri- driving through and walking yeah, around like... town, it's, it's, you know, it's epic. It's beautiful. Yeah. But, but you got to get off the beaten path. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> by, by we, the looks of those pictures. Yeah. Well, if anybody needs to look at them, go pull up the Facebook or Instagram with, with uh, Time on the Trails. And man, that's that's some awesome, awesome country back there. Yeah. It was, yeah, definitely go visit those pictures because it was, you know, we, we, there's from where we stayed. So we stayed right in Oak Creek right before you get into town. Um, yep. yep. And we went out and had a great night. We actually had dinner at the place. We all had lunch before uh, Stagecoach. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a fun that was a fun restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It was it was actually interesting for a Sunday night. I mean, some of the <laughs> some of the clientele walking in there because you get you got the mix of everything, right? You got you got your cowboys and cowgirls. You got people that look like they're from North Jersey, just right off the boat from uh, whatever that Jersey Shore sh- movie or show was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, then you got your crystal rubbing aura feeling coat. <laughs> from I mean, it was just you got everything. It was it was pretty. Oh wild. yeah, it was pretty wild scene. And then uh, we kind of hopped around and then went back to the hotel and they had live music and we 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 hung out there. Then we got up. Cause she wanted to hike. She's like, let's go hiking. I'm like, all right. And you know, I was having fun drinking my beers while we were up there, but we got up, we were out the door by like six and then we oh, wow. went back into town, like towards town. And there's a bunch of different like trailheads as you go from Oak Creek into Sedona. And two of them were like completely full. And this is like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh boy. So we found this one that we pulled in and, all of them are connected. So you can hike from one trailhead to another trailhead. And it's just that, that one back area where all the red rock is. And we ended yep. up staying out there for like, I don't know, two, two and a half hours, probably cover like five or six miles. And it was, it was awesome, man. It was definitely worth the two and a half hours. It was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That those trail systems out there, just looking at the maps and everything, I just been. It's I'm kicking myself for not actually getting off that road and going to play in there. But it looks like you guys definitely took good advantage of that. That's yeah. awesome. As many times as we've been up there, that's the first time we've ever <clears throat> we've ever ventured on the trails. I mean, we've done a jeep tour before, but getting on your feet and doing it, it's something special. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, just amazing. Amazing back there. It's, I definitely recommend that area. And that was Cindy's area after with going to school up there in Flagstaff. But that, that, uh, that's, that's a must. I think that should be on everybody's bucket list. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was cool. We, we drove back down on Monday and <clears throat> went the back way and stopped in Cottonwood for lunch, which is a pretty cool little town. And then drove through Jerome, which was, really wild jerome's like built into the side of a mountain and oh cool the main street basically like 
winds like you're doing switchbacks up the mountain. Um, and it looks directly at Sedona. I mean, it's just, it was wild to see. Jeez. Wow. <clears throat> Gorgeous. And that's yeah. fun. Was that just the last minute kind of get him, get in the car? Yeah, to a degree, to a degree. We, uh, we were out cause I got back from San Diego on Friday afternoon and we, her and I went out, the girls were at the football game at the, <clears throat> high school football game. So we, her and I went out and got some dinner and stuff and we we're like, Oh, let's go do something. And we're like, Oh, we'll see. We'll see. And she was looking at some things. And then Saturday night afternoon, Elena and two of her friends, Robin and I went to the baseball game and uh, oh, nice. Robin and I were just sitting, having a drink before we walked in. And she's like, I'm like, I got a bunch of points. Let's see if we could get something up in Sedona and use my points. and got a, I got a hotel room and, Pretty much spur of the moment, you know, 24 hours before we went up, we booked it. So, yeah. Oh, sweet. Those are, those are the best. <laughs> it was. It was. And, you know, it didn't start off ideal with the situation with Bella and it wasn't her fault. But we were like, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable going now. And Bella's like, no, just go. Everything's fine. We're okay. They had friends over and they seemed to have a good time. And Yeah. So it worked out. Nice. That was a good, good three day weekend. Then that's it beautiful. was, it was, it was. Do you guys do anything particular other than celebrate your birthday? And um, so I'm actually trying to think. I don't, I don't think we really did. Just got some work done. Um, learned. Uh, me and Kevin uh put in carpet at uh. They're building up their one room to to move Colin over because they're getting ready for the nursery here for next month um holly's end of end of october is is go time for them so (laughs) kevin kevin was texting me a few weeks ago he's like you know i think i think we could put in carpet i was like okay he's like we'll we'll try it out on my house yo sorry about that nope no problem I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out of practice here with the, the phone calls and I didn't put. Gotcha. So Buckwheat just tried calling in and screwed that whole <laughs> <laughs> phone call out there. Oh, no worries. You're so you, you basically did an impromptu carpet install. Yeah, we uh, Kevin picked up a, a a carpet stretcher for uh, installing carpet and picked up a big roll of carpet and new padding. And between him, uh, me and Dad, we uh, laid in some carpet, installed in carpet in a, a pretty timely fashion uh, Monday morning. So we were laboring on Labor Day and. Knock that out, and pretty much they were good to go by the end of the day. And Colin had a, a new bedroom to sleep in. Look at that. So yeah, yeah, or maybe that was Sunday, one of those days this weekend. So yeah, a little bit of everything going on. <laughs> but I don't think we did much of anything. Girls had a soccer game Saturday. That was that was kind of like a big to do, um, which they kind of surprised everybody. Um, because throughout the years, it's been Tanner and soccer. I think that I coached the girls in kindergarten for one season. And um, that was about it. 
but we put him into the Abington Youth League here in the Rec League and just thought they'd just go run around again and have fun. But, man, they got out on the field and both of them, like, moved the ball pretty good. Like, good. it was – it was it was a it was a pleasant surprise and they had a blast doing it and we had a blast watching them so they they spent the rest of the weekend up in the front yard here with with cones and playing just one on one soccer and it, it was it was pretty good it was pretty fun to see so That's yeah awesome. we're 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 putting that on the list of uh, fall schedules here now too so I think they may have like two games a week as well yeah so. Yeah, but yeah, they had a blast. It, it was it was pretty wild to see. It was I, when we never seen them even run that fast, let alone moving a soccer ball. <laughs> so it was cool. I think, and it was just you know their exposure. Um, I think just with Tanner and just playing around with him, and just I think a lot of it just just going to his games and watching. I thought we they just went for the snacks we fed them just to keep them quiet on the sidelines, but evidently there was there was some absorbing of uh of the sport as well. That's awesome, man. It'll yeah. keep you guys even busier this fall. Yeah, exactly. Well we're all on a uh Google calendar now. Cindy um has me um and my folks all on a Google calendar and gave us a tutorial on it and now we're all tied in and I was kind of scrolling through the months and like July you know there's some red dots with activities and stuff and August was a little bit more red dots not as white as July and then now like September October like the whole thing is just red like every single day is filled up so yeah yeah we'll uh uh was a rolling stone gathers no moss. Well, <clears throat> she you were telling me that she was going to be, uh, you know, bringing down the hammer and putting out a a Google Google Calendar tutorial. So I'm glad you are. Oh, it happened. That taking care of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's full it's full go mode. And now, like, I have a question. She's like, you just need to check the calendar. <laughs> like, okay okay <laughs> yeah I, well i told her i was like between you know a full work day and this is a lot of what i have to do now and then coming home and it's what i have to do now as well as like i was like i'm i'm my bandwidth is about shot right now so but yeah no sympathy on that she's like no check the calendar yeah okay I get it, man. I get it. Yeah. I, I know how it feels. Ours, we yeah. don't have a Google Calendar, but we're pretty much booked up, I think, now through, oh, hell, early December. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we're we're booked all the way into Christmas at this point. Yeah. I think Tanner's fall season goes into Thanksgiving. So, yeah. giddy up. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, well, it's good catching up. We got up and, you know, appreciate everybody entertaining us for our catch up. But we actually, actually do have a topic to discuss today. Yeah, it's been um, a while. It's been a while. Well, it's summer. You know, you kind of do your best to put out some content and share a little story. But the topic that, uh, uh, actually, I'm rereading Grit by Angela Duckworth. Oh, very good. And the topic of heroes came up. 
and I'll just add, I'll ask you this. When you hear the term hero, what do you think about? That's a good one. Um, I would say kind of like the, the, the frontier trailblazer type deal. Then you could apply that in, in any way possible, but kind of one that will create the path, lead the path, kind of out there in the front, something people are striving towards, you know, looking up to. That's interesting. Um, that's interesting, actually. I never even thought about that. So <clears throat> I like, you know, the whole looking up to obviously is something that brings to brings to my mind. So, you know, when I when I read the when I read the paragraph or whatever it was that I that I pulled out, and I and I've thought about this in the past. We might have even talked about it a little bit on here. Is that, you know, like growing up, who are our heroes? You know, who are our kids' heroes now? Who are our heroes now? Right? You know, and yeah, you know, growing up when we were really, really young, we had like, and this is going to completely date us, which I don't think we have to worry about because everybody knows who we are, what we do, but you had like Superman and uh, Batman and Spider-Man and Hulk and, you know, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, as, as for me, when I was growing up, it was my parents, you know, it was essentially my parents and JD. Those that was my hero. Uh, yeah, pro- probably my grandfather's a bit, but you know we, we weren't around our grandfathers all the time. We were around them sometimes, but uh, those those are my those were my heroes. Um, you know, and to this day, my my parents are still my heroes. But then there's the the men and women of the military. And the men and women of the first responders, the folks that, you know, when when danger's out there, they're the first ones to run into it. You know, those are the ones that are fighting for our freedom. So those are heroes to me. Um, yeah. And then you got folks that are out there, uh, you know, that single mom, you know, or that single dad that has two or three kids that's working full time, getting their kids from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E and F working with them with homework and still putting food on the table and still providing a quality of life. Those are heroes, you know, folks that are dealing with um, debilitating diseases or accidents. And they're, 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 they're continuing to, to keep moving forward. And I think that's what, for me, it comes down to. And it's, you know, you're talking about lead, creating that path and leading that path, that front frontier trailblazer to me it's someone similar that is out there you know continuously moving forward you know no matter what the adversity might be no matter what their challenges might be no matter what uh, you know what obstacles present themselves they are continuously moving forward and those are heroes to me all those people that just constantly getting punched in the face but you know what they pick themselves off, but they dust themselves off and they just keep moving. That's that. So, so those are kind of heroes to me. And 
and I think I think if you uh, hopefully when people start when people listen to this they'll get that because you know it, in the culture that we've built over the years and years and years you know you have people looking at athletes as heroes um, you know maybe you know maybe uh, creators like the Bill Gates of the world or the Steve Jobs of the world as heroes um, I was going to say politicians but I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if there's many politicians that are viewed as heroes these days. Maybe there are. Who knows? Um, and I think they're they're all okay. I think that's that's all good. That's fine. But I think we have the ability to look a hell of a lot closer. In, in many cases, within our four walls of our home, to see, you know, heroes. My wife and my two daughters. They're heroes to me. You know. Um, so that that was my perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Uh, Yo, third, third time's the charm. Yep, perfect example of handle adversity. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> stay motivated to stay on the line. Keep moving forward, man. Yep, exactly. Perfect example right there. Yep. So you, you were yeah, saying, you're saying about that perspective. Yeah, yeah, that perspective and everything. I think you know, one of the main characteristics for any of the, you know, everybody you listed, there's, you know, it's a driven individual as far as I see it, you know, driven individual. And, you know, one of the, the side products is, you know, they're driven and in their actions, it almost makes ways of life easier for others. You know, that, that person that could kind of strive ahead, get ahead, ahead of the pack there, and through their efforts and everything, you know, like the service people, the first responders, they're out there driven and motivated to do what they do best. And all in those same actions, it makes others' ways of life a little bit easier, you know, and that's that's what creates that distance between the two populations is or put them that hero on more of a pedestal, I, I guess you could say. You know, it separates separates the two, but it's uh, it's and everybody can have their own opinions. And yeah, I think before a lot of the professional sport athletes, you know, carried that title, and thinking in in ways, in which I'm glad to see is more more of the service people and first responders are able to carry that title. I think even more so today. So I, I, I like how, how that trend's going to do that because yeah, it was before, you know, growing up in the eighties and nineties, like be like Mike, you know, the Gatorade commercials and all mm -hmm. that. But, but now, you know, the heroes are not even on this land, they're overseas and stuff like that. Like keeping, keeping freedom free here for, for this country, you know, stuff like that. But, and everybody can have a different point of view and that's a beautiful thing. This, this hero, there may there's a definition, you know, everybody can look it up, but there's different everybody can have a different hero. Not different. everybody has to have the same hero. Yeah, a different a different version of a hero because yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't I don't want to uh, you know pass judgment or criticize like like an athlete out there because yeah, you, you, you look at, and you don't even have to say top, you don't have to see like top level athletes, like the professional 
uh, the professional athletes or you know the folks that have been we just had the olympics all those folks that had been in the olympics that that did fantastic just getting to the olympics so and you could i'm gonna i'm gonna single out lebron james because you know that he's the most iconic arguably the most iconic athlete that is in the world right now right and I, I, my view on LeBron James has changed over the years because it, it, it became about less about uh, it, it came, it came about being on a pedestal. It became, you know, wanting to be on that pedestal versus a hero really doesn't care if they're on a pedestal or not. Right. Yeah. But yeah. my point, they'd, they'd rather make, not. Right. You right, know, right. if it's a, if it's a true humble warrior, Right. They're going to be the farthest one away from that pedestal. Right. And, and that's that's not my point of talking about LeBron, LeBron James specifically because it's more of a positive spin because, you know what, that dude had to work his butt off to get to where he is and to become the player that he has become. And I don't take anything away from that. And there are certainly qualities, redeeming qualities in that level of effort, in that work ethic to get him there because he wasn't an overnight sensation. You know, you could talk about, well, he was born with talent. He was born with skill. Oh, okay. He, he, he was, he was probably given a certain amount of treasures uh, genetically, but the dude had to yeah. work his butt off to, to perfect and master those skills to become what, what we all know he is today. So oh, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of characteristics of heroism in, in many, many people out there, but you touched on that one topic about, you know, the whole pedestal and heroes, I believe, and this is my opinion of it. When I, when I, when I have a vision of a hero is that they don't want that notoriety. They don't care about getting their, you know, cause they're doing what they believe there is the right thing to do, being their best self and doing what they're, they should be doing. That's a definition in my opinion of, you know, heroism. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it could be any age, you know, and any perspective. It's kind of funny turning 43 actually with this topic because, um, and we were talking about this yesterday, but so in middle school, maybe 43 was um, Billy James's <laughs> number uh, for Abington, you know, and that was probably around, was he around your era? He was a few years older than me. Older, three, yeah. Well, yeah, three or so, four okay. years older. So I, but I was like a young little middle schooler looking up to the big high schoolers. For, yep. and this, this guy was awesome. This guy, awesome football player, amazing wrestler, and you know, number forty three. I still remember it to this day. Because I turned forty three, I'm like, oh, that's Billy James's number. And but reflecting back on that now with this topic, like he was a high schooler. But for younger kids growing up and looking up, like he was straight up, and I didn't even know him really. Um, and it, you know, everybody said, "Oh, you look like Billy James," and that's as far as you know I got. But it, like, I watched him play football. I watched him on the mat, and he was awesome in my eyes. And he was a hero that caused me to, you know, push a little harder and motivate me just by his actions out there. But, you know, here's a high schooler in a, in a hero role and he didn't even know it. <laughs> well, let me so, ask but you this. to this day, I can reflect back on it and it's crystal clear. Let me ask you this. Cause that's an interesting, that's an interesting point because was in that, in that example is that 
inspiring or is that heroic? The way he he made you feel. It sounds to me it was more inspirational than a hero a heroism. Well, but if you ask me, you know, at that age, like sure, he would, he, he would hold a hero status. Interesting. You know, you know well, it was, yeah, because it was I don't in think that position. We couldn't articulate the difference between heroism and and uh, insp- inspiring back then, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No way. But but I think it was the the actions cause were inspiring. Well, that's the thing, right? And that's interesting. His his so his actions to you were inspiring, and we could talk about Billy James, or we could talk about whomever we want to talk about the first responders, their actions, right? Their actions are inspiring, right? But the characteristics, the qualities that they have internally that may be able to define them as heroes, those I think are the things that create or, or, or I'm trying, I'm trying to articulate this correctly. The, the, the heroic qualities or the qualities that can define somebody as heroic, maybe those are the things that drive them to perform and behave in a manner which inspires others. So maybe that is a cool, pretty, you know, weird way around become getting to, okay, well, heroes inspire us. And yeah, because they are behaving in a certain way and they're doing certain things, which drive others to inspire those others to do things that, I mean, that, if that's what we're talking about, when we see a firefighter running into a burning building to save, save, save a, a, a woman or save a, a child or even a cat for Christ's sake, you know, to see something like that, it's, it, that's inspiring and it's heroic. And because they're doing that makes them heroes. Hell, Brian, People that go to serve our country, right? Just signing up and putting your name on that dotted line, to me, that's that's an act of heroism. I mean, yeah. because yeah. Th- they know full well going into that, there's a life. It, it's life or death. They're they're risking their life. P- police officers, fire, police officers, uh, uh, firemen and women, you know, EMTs. They're all putting their lives on the line the betterment of us to save our lives that's hero. that's yep. that's heroism and and freaking inspiring oh yeah yeah I, I think it goes hand in hand you know it's peas and carrots right there <laughs> right uh, you know because i don't i don't know can would you can could you could a hero not be inspiring is a question <sighs> you know well, what, yeah, well, what would, why would he be i mean yeah, well, what would actually a make point. a hero? What what would make a hero a hero if one wasn't inspired? That's a great. I mean, because uh, you know, going back be... to LeBron James, like, yeah, he's genetically blessed and everything, but there's thousands upon thousands that are have the same situation with the genetics and don't apply themselves and you know, are not living the life LeBron James is doing right now, but he did put in the 10,000 hours, you know, and people have seen that and see him dominate on the, on the court and realize how, what he had to do to get to that position. And that 
seeing that can inspire a, a bunch of people, young and old. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if most people, and maybe this is a wrong assumption, but I don't know if most people see or understand the level of effort that he put the level of work and effort he put over the years to get to where he was, because, you know, people see someone like him coming out of high school, right. Going right to the NBA. And, you know, they think it was, it was, it was, you know, a flip of the switch when, yeah, yeah. now granted he was 18 when he came out, but the kid probably worked his butt off from the moment of he was three, four, five years old. Because he had that vision, he had that dream of becoming the best NBA player ever, right? It's not something yep. that that happens overnight. And to me, somebody, somebody like somebody that goes through that, you no, know, and people could say whatever they want about LeBron James or any other athlete they want to pick out of a pick out of a lineup there. That they had to get to the level to get to that level, they've got to they have to work their ass off to get there. And say what you want about the, the quality of the human being that they may be now. What what they did was, I mean, can we can we classify it as heroic? That's the other question, right? Can you be hero- can you be heroic and inspiring? Is one question. The other question is, you know, is is a level of effort or a level of work to get you to become the best NBA player, for example, is that can that be defined as heroic? So those are two kind of tough questions, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, everybody, everybody's going to have their own point of view. Like I said, there's no, there's no, it's not black and white for, you know, what qualifies. It's not like you're checking off the boxes. Like, yep. Got that. Got that. Right. Yep. You are, you are officially a hero. Congratulations. Here's your badge. Yep. You know, here's your cape. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Well, and two, it's just, I think to, in today's, um, with technology and everything, we're able to see more of behind the scenes of, you know, this, everybody really like the, the, the time and the training that the military goes through the time and the training, the firefighters have to do. And, you know, even the, all the athletes, a lot of these side showcases are, are, are made up of these stories on what this athlete had had to do in order to get to where they're at now. So we're actually able to peek behind the curtain more and more now to see, you know, where they started as a kid and where, what they had to put forth. You know, so it's not just, you know, we're, we're turning on the TV every Sunday and just seeing these these football stars just, you know, killing it, making all this money. We we're, we get a glimpse of, oh, they came from nothing. You know, they bought their mom a house is the first thing they did with their first paycheck after countless hours, you know, doing reps in the gym and all that. You know, so you start to see actions like that that people are taking so it's i think now people i don't know maybe that brings more inspiration to people when they're seeing you know their heroes and actually seeing that process of what they've had to do to get to where they're at today it's kind of cool it is really cool what's really cool is is we're seeing more of it i mean i'd like to see more 
I like to see more of those types of stories, you know, the single mom or the single dad, or, or maybe the, the, the 18 year old kid that unfortunately lost his family. And he's, he's, he or she is raising, you know, his or her younger siblings or something like those types of stories. And that's my, where I'm getting to with this is that a lot of these stories that, that are coming out because of technology, because media, media, which we, you know, tend to talk down on. Right. Uh, yeah. They're, oh, they're YouTube. YouTube has yeah. a lot of good stuff in there. Right. But these, you, you hear stories of, you know, every day, every day, Jane's and Jimmy's and Joe's, you know, that, and, and that's, that's, I think the most heroic and inspiring thing. And I think that's what we need more of to show that, listen, you don't, you don't have to be gifted certain genes and certain treasures like a LeBron James or, or, or a Simone Biles to, to become a hero or become an inspiration. You know, again, those two examples, they worked their butts off to get to where they needed to go or where they wanted to go. But you know what? You know, Jane next door and Jimmy up the block or the next town over, I, I have to believe there's a lot more heroic and uh, inspiring Jimmy, James and Joe's out there than, than we know of, I guarantee you. And those are the stories, oh, yeah. those are the stories that, you know, those are the incredible stories. Yeah. Those are the, those are the ones that need the spotlight. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, no, I, I like it. Well, good. Uh, I mean, it's... all right. We, we got, we got, we got a good, you know, I don't know, 25 minutes of an actual topic today. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting over our summertime, uh, summertime sessions and getting <sighs> Easy, easing back into the topics here. Our our brains are actually starting to work a little bit <laughs> for the first time in like three months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think mine. Yeah, I don't know what my I don't know what my brain's doing, but it's it's, it's snapping here. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's been an interesting. Uh, I want to say longer than three months, but it's been an interesting. Uh, it's been an interesting uh, uh, phase, we'll call it, you know, uh, uh, phase of, of my life the last several months, as I'm sure you could certainly agree to, considering your situation yeah. and circumstances. Uh, but I mean, that. yeah, I mean, think about it, though. That's that's what we're talking about now. Here, here's here's the flip side to this whole conversation and, and, and inspiration and you know, heroes, right? we've displayed qualities over the course of the last three to six months that could, could one be inspiring and maybe in some instances be heroic, right. To some people. But I guarantee you, if we sit each other down and ask ourselves the questions about each other, I don't consider it heroic or inspirational. I consider it. We did what we, we believe we should have done. We believed what we did was the right thing to do. And I think that's the same that's the same comment that a uh, you know someone in the military or, or a police officer or a firefighter would say, right? Well, it's my job to do that, to go into that burning building, or you know, to chase that criminal down, or you know, to X, Y, and Z. You know, for, yep. for me, being a good husband, a good father, and a good human being, the stuff that maybe people think would be 
heroic or inspiring or, or things that I believe are just the right things for me to do in relation to the person that I want to become. And I, I know yeah. that you would say the same thing about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And with those actions is sacrifice, but yep. um, it just, the price, you know, it's the price you got to be willing to pay. There will be sacrifices because usually the, 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 the high end things in life, and I'm not talking like sports cars and everything, but the, the high quality doesn't come free and it doesn't come easy. So there's usually sacrifice along the way and hardships and blood and tears sometimes, but um, yeah, it's the right thing to do. That's what it comes down to. Right. And that level of sacrifice is, is different, right? Way, way different, you know, on, on so many different levels. Cause you know, you have sacrificing money, sacrificing your life, sacrificing time. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it's, you know, obviously the, the, the ultimate sacrifice is, is obviously uh, your life, right? Which, you know, the, the men and women of the, the military, and then you got your first responders too, that, you know, they're sacrificing life. And that, you know, I can't even say arguably, that's the biggest sacrifice. Um, yep. But then when you got, you know, sacrificing time with your family, I mean, there's a sacrifice there, you know? sacrificing money to make an investment to build a business there's a sacrifice there you know and uh, you know to it's 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 each individual's opinions on what you know that's why i didn't go i didn't i'm not in the military never was in the military wasn't a cop wasn't a firefighter because you know what i don't believe i was willing to take that sacrifice I, i i wasn't ready to take that risk you know i didn't i'm I'm still not ready, you know, considering the circumstances that I'm in. Um, yeah. But, you know, we know between the two of us, we know many, many, many people that have, and we're grateful for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The awareness and the the gratitude, I think that's probably like one of the best things we could do is just it, it, share that with others, you know, and others just kind of ignorance is bliss and everything, but you know, it is, it comes from the service people, but also, in my line of work now, my eyes are wide open just to, you know, even the third shift workers, mm. you know, there's the, the industry in this country. I mean, that's also keeps this place moving. And there's a lot of people, you know, clocking in at 10 on 11 o'clock at night, you know, sacrificing that family time and, you know, just to, to be able to pay the bills and provide for their families. And, not everything is ideal, like we've always said, but you know that um that's another big thing I've been seeing this summer now with the new new job and everything is what Pete men and women are are doing to provide for their families and keep this country running i mean mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty wild how much really goes on again behind the curtains behind the scenes, and it's stuff again, me and you would rather not do. You know, it's not sacrificing lives, but there is a sacrifice. There's a huge sacrifice in just picking the line of work you have to do with, you know, work with what you got kind of deal. And that Mm -hmm. includes, you know, you're you're clocking out, ending your shift at, you know, six in the morning. And you talk about just having your life out of whack. That's that's a great way to do it is is night shift. So. Yeah, well, look at, that. Those are heroes to me because I don't want to do that. So if they're exactly, able to well, do that, 
fuck, they're my hero. <laughs> yeah, well, look at, you know, look at, you know, when everything was going down with, with COVID, when things were shut down, you still had the farmers out there taking care of food and the plants and the cattle and all that stuff. You had the drivers driving what we need to survive from point A to point B. You know, you had, yep. you know, <laughs> it could even be boiled down, you know, to the toilet paper manufacturers going night and day trying to get enough toilet paper out. Because oh, yeah. everybody was... So, I mean, those right the, up the, the road, Procter and Gamble, baby. Yep. There's <laughs> all these, there's, them out. there's all these, my point, I, and I just wrote this down as, as you were talking about, it doesn't make a difference what the cards are that were dealt. We still have the ability to create heroic and inspiring lives or inspiring and heroic moments for others. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So without a doubt. And I kind of feel, you know, with with that being said, I mean, every I feel every parent should try to be heroic for their kids. You know, to set set the stage. You know, have those kids because I, and I think we're we can both speak to that, but you know, if your parents are heroic to in their, the eyes of your children, that is you know going back to inspiring. That's going to push them, hopefully, to live a better life and you know a copy and paste, if you will. But I think every parent should attempt to be heroic to their kids. I, I totally agree, and here's my comment back to that, and we kind of close it up here. I think every parent is heroic to their kids it, it, at some point in time. And, and you know, we, we know stories about, you know, you know, and they're not great stories, but at some point over your life of being a parent, we are heroic whether we sustain that heroism, right? And in that we sustain that inspiration as our children get older, there, there's a question there. And that's all based on our behaviors and actions, right? Uh, but I think, I, think, I, I think from the moment a child is born, I think I, I'd have to believe, you know, I'd have to believe everybody, I, would, I want to, parent is heroic at some point in time during their time being a parent that's what I'm, I'm hoping i could believe that yeah that would that would be a beautiful world yep all right man no i like it i like it too um are you are you gonna go back uh and get some more mannings before you go to bed true i think i'm good i think <laughs> i think i'm real good <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm just gonna call it call it good right there. Uh, the landfill uh, <laughs> landfill is tempting. There's still some left in the freezer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to show uh, show some discipline here. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, maybe uh, some Stromboli maybe still that I might be able to be persuaded into that though. You could, uh, you could, you know, just an idea, bring some of the landfill and the Stromboli uh, to a tailgate coming up on Saturday. 
the the stromboli yes we have a, a full one still in tinfoil that could that could happen the landfill is not going to make it you know <laughs> is it not going to make and it i'm not talking temperature there's I'm... nothing to do with temperature <laughs> that's where I was i'm talking exact... <laughs> it's Wednesday, exactly man. where i was going with that one exactly it's where Wednesday. i was going with that one <laughs> yeah. if it was thursday maybe friday evening we we're talking maybe we'd try to like put it on ice but yeah you're, you're we'll we'll save We'll get a pie next time you're up in, in Nepa. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll have to make that happen sooner than later. So. So, sooner than later. Sooner than later, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, right. I just remember that Stromboli. That was when I had uh first night of the death race in 2012. Every time I have Stromboli now, homemade Stromboli, I just think of uh, up there on that blood route. So. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. As that's uh that's a that's a fun little memory. <laughs> mine's mine's pierogies. Yeah. Mine's pierogies yeah. and your mom taping my feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. On Saturday night. Saturday night feeding you up with filling you up with some pierogies and taping your blisters. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. All right. Well hey, I'll see you in uh a few days here. Yep, let's uh we get Saturday in early morning. Yeah, we get in early Friday morning, so we'll connect at some time on Friday to hook up on plans and logistics. Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right, brother. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks thank for tuning you. in. Sorry about the technical glitches again. We'll hopefully be able to get video working at some point in time, and uh, you know, just bear with us. We appreciate it. Yep. All right. Take care, Mike. Get the love to all the girls. Peace out, everybody. Right back at you. Adios, everybody. Thanks. All right. Later.